0: This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.
1: at that clock. Jesus Christ, would you look at the the time?
2: time. (laughs) (laughs) So good.
0: (laughs) Uh, uh, (sighs) Captain Marvel reaches $400 million. Nobody's gonna go ever go see a movie where a woman is the lead.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, like, that's how you can so tell that, like, all that shit is so was so contrived by people who just didn't want things to change because they're like, we can't have black people in the leads. We can't have women in the lead. And then you got like, I'm sorry, Black Panther and Captain Marvel would beg to differ. right? (laughs) Even
1: even crazy rich Asians. Look at that. Look how successful that. I love
0: that fucking movie. It's so good. Yeah. I honestly, that movie
1: is pure joy to me. Yeah. I'm so tired of like people's lame ass excuses because it's obvious like (laughs) there's no fact in it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, what about Coachella? Have you guys been watching any of the Coachella stuff?
1: Yeah, some of it. I watched Ariana Grande's performance. How was performance. it? Not great.
2: You see, and that's kind of, I, I watched part of it and I was like, it's fine. But she got paid more than Beyonce to Have, perform at Coachella. Yep. Wait, what? Yes, yes, yes she got she paid did. like $8 million and Beyonce got like three or four. Oh
1: no. Yes, yes. You're Yeah. Kidding. And then you see, I mean... God bless Queen Bee for dropping Homecoming right before. Oh, Canguilla. she's so smart. She's so smart. Yeah, I love she's her. It's like go ahead and and compare the mm-hmm. amount of work. There's a part in in Homecoming where she's it goes back and forth between the rehearsal process and the, the actual show. performance. Yeah. There's a part where she shows her very first rehearsal. She was 218 pounds. It just had an emergency C-section for, for twins. The twins. Yeah. Wow. She literally in eight months, like she did no sugar, no alcohol, no wheat, no dairy, nothing. And she's like, "I'll never push myself that hard again." But she did mm. so much work in that that eight months, and she was behind the scenes on everything from picking out the costumes and looking at swatches and everything yeah. to being a part of the construction of the actual set. They, sh- they had three sound stages. Three whole sound stages for the dancers, for the band, and for the behind-the-scenes, like, production crew.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, <laughs> is, ridiculous. like, people who... I get it. I get Beyonce's music not being your cup of tea. Like, I'm like, I sure, get that. Yeah. Like, I, you know, everyone has different tastes, and I, I totally understand that. But I don't know how you ever see her perform live, and, and you're and not, like... You're not moved. Like, it's... I don't even understand. I don't know how that woman has enough time in the day to do the things that she does. <laughs> right. It's crazy. Well, yeah, Copious you amounts just of got, help. I can only imagine. I mean, you I'm sure to. she you has plenty to. of help. Yes. You have to. Yeah.
1: You still got to respect somebody that's like a master of their craft. And then to not only to view that stage as a way to put a message across that was very important to her and empowerment of her, her culture and where she came from yeah. and empowerment for women mm-hmm. is very obvious that that whole production was extremely well thought out and every detail was about that message. Um, so then to juxtapose it with some of the current like acts, it was like, well, I mean that's that's cool and all that you got four out of the five members of well, NSYNC, I, but I don't understand
2: right. why they paid Ariana Grande so much money yeah mm-hmm. like, is, it's why, weird to me why like I mean I know she's got she's star got, power and she yeah. I get that she brings in crowds I'm not saying that she shouldn't have been very well compensated and that's to be fair she she's an incredible performer and, you know, as well yeah. and, and she's, she's very talented exactly right.
0: like it's not that she shouldn't be compensated right. it, it's just I wonder but
2: Beyonce but yeah Beyonce is the queen yeah. of pop like yeah. like like there, like, there's no
0: yeah. reason, and to and you know it's you know we were talking about this last night. Um, our friends the Scotties and us all went to go see, um, Christina's band play. Shout out to Modern Bronze, who were fucking amazing. Thank you. Um, but it's one of the conversations we had talking about like, like just in general, like female performers and stuff. Ariana Grande is a f- she is the Christina Aguilera of this generation, mm-hmm. and that's what. Ken said last night, I was like, it's so true. She really is. She's got this incredible voice. Her range is impeccable. She understands her voice. She, she's, she is, she's truly a beautiful performer, but you're right because there's this difference between being a great singer, a great performer and a, somebody who puts on a magnanimous performance right. production show and
2: production. Yeah. I mean, and the, the things that I remember, I saw her do something. I think it was at the Grammys where she was performing something. It was when she had that big um, crown mm-hmm. Oh God! On, yes. and she was pregnant. Girl, and I remember seeing her do... We watched that together. Did we watch it together? We watched the Grammys together, yeah. Um, she did this thing where she was on a chair that had hydraulics on it and mm. didn't have arms, and she was sitting in it, and she did one extended note. For the whole time the chair went back and the whole time it went forward and she's pregnant, big Mm -hmm. pregnant. So shit's pushing on her diaphragm anyway. Right. And as somebody who grew up studying voice, I was like, I don't know how she's doing that because Mm -hmm. you're having to you're Mm -hmm. having to engage these like stabilizer muscles to keep yourself on this chair while holding this note. And it was flawless while being pregnant. I was like, Mm. she's. Like it's just the work is so apparent that she puts in the work and yet she makes it look effortless at the same time. It's like, you know, it's like so much work, but she makes it look effortless and I will always support the fact that she is so supportive of her communities. Yeah. Like, um, did you hear about the thing with Reebok? Yeah. With her? where She she just like walked out. Yeah, she walked out of a meeting with Reebok because she was going to relaunch her Ivy Park line and she got towards the end of negotiations and she like looked around and she was like, is this the team that's going to be working with me on this line? And they were like, yeah, this is the team. And they were all like white old men. white dudes. And <laughs> she was like, none of you represent my background or, you know, my race. So I'm going to have to take a step back from this. And she left. She went to Adidas. She was mm-hmm. like, no, nope, sorry. Yeah. And that's just like living with integrity. I feel like as a yeah. you, it's you putting figure your out money what where you stand is. for. Yeah. It's and your money where your mouth is. And you yeah. do it. You do the thing. That's yeah. Yeah. awesome.
1: So yeah, everyone should watch Homecoming. It will give you it will give you goosebumps. The trailer that's, gave
2: me goosebumps. <laughs> that's the best
1: of live performance. And that's the reason why like I'm all for the fact that music is so readily available right now. I love that I can get online and I can hear I've been able to discover a lot of new artists, but nothing, nothing, nothing will ever come close to touching what it is to actually go see live music yeah it's it's something that i i wish more people would get get into and, and really get back into supporting because when you do see a really good band that's an experience that's a shared experience yeah and um yeah it,
0: it's, it is something that truly in the day and age it's you're bringing up something really interesting because in the day of age where we swipe on people and we communicate through facebook and texting and all that stuff the true universal language is music. And when you can bring a group of people together who can come in together as in solidarity to a concert to see this shared experience, mm-hmm. you do reignite the human experience, the physical human experience of surrounding yourself with actual human beings. Yeah, And I think that there's something to be said. And I think we love to make fun of things like Coachella and all those, you know, oh, that's silly or this or that or these festivals. But it. You can make fun of that culture. You can make fun of that, whatever it is that, but it does bring people together.
2: Yeah. I yeah. I, I think that there are things to be critical of, of, sure, of things sure. like Coachella. Right. You know, I think that there are things to be critical of. But what I think is, um, I actually read a study, I think it was like psychology today that was talking about how... Um, human connection something changes in your brain when you're in a group of people and you're all singing together oh Oh. yeah like if you're all singing the same song together so if you're in a huge like when you watch the performance of like uh queen at the live aid concert and you see the crowds of people singing together it does something to you psychologically It, it it rewires something in your brain yeah uh and I think that's true no matter what. Like if you're in a group of people, it's like I went and saw the Mowglis. I've seen them a couple of times mm-hmm. um, because they we have a connection to them. So we go and I love their music. I, I listen to it on Spotify all the time. It is so different being in a concert where you're surrounded by people. You might not know them. You probably wouldn't even be friends with them or like like them yeah. <laughs> necessarily. Yeah. But in that moment when you guys are all together, like dancing and singing the same song, mm-hmm. It like it just, I don't know. It There's, makes you, yeah. it doesn't matter. I feel yeah, like that, that you don't like them. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: You're part of a tribe. You're part of a, yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
1: connect it to dating. Go to a concert with oh, somebody. Absolutely. The way they respond great to the,
2: music, it would tell you a whole lot about yeah. a person. Oh, that
1: would be by far like it wouldn't be a great first date for me, but be a killer a sec- date. Be a killer like second or third date. Yeah. You'd be getting, you'd be getting some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd sign that check.
2: <laughs> well,
0: as long as the, you know,
1: everything went well. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say unless yeah, they yeah. were
2: like a sociopath yeah. and they just like sat there no moved, completely unmoved.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, taking taking someone to go see live music, it it lights lights people up. So yeah, yeah, that'd be my my advice.
0: Which I think is why I think that um shared music interest is such an important part of a relationship because mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, there's I generally kind of describe myself as somebody who doesn't like country music Mm -hmm. like but I think what it boils down to is I don't really love pop music yeah so and it's funny and you being able to share that like conversation where you can deep dive into what it is about certain musical genres that you really love and you know to me it's just it's there's so much to be connected to yeah you know so much connection
2: yeah I don't think there's any kind of music I hate I don't I don't dig on screamo although I've been to my number of uh, screamo concerts <laughs> but like I think that there's a time and place for most music yeah, like yeah. I, I have a country playlist on my Spotify yeah. and anytime I'm like you know what I'm homesick sure like I listen to my country playlist oh, because my it gosh. reminds me of home oh, you I know what, I mean? like, what
0: did I just download because when I was back home um and there we went definitely to the bar is like a home
1: playlist there, is, yeah. there yeah. is
0: and it was a country song oh yeah you you never call me by my name Um, david allen co
1: yeah no i like i think the thing that i like the most about music is is sharing it that moment when you're getting to like share it with people like i love trying to explain like why this song sounds like wind
2: Mm. on the
1: pch you know where i'm like oh wow this this sounds like a summer day on the the pch yeah. and that's this is why this like interval well, feels uh, like this we you know? talked
2: or no you were there you weren't at my birthday but you were there and a song came on the radio that like or it came on in the bar that is so directly tied to my like high school experience that mm-hmm. i started like tearing up yeah. and i was just like i haven't heard this in so long yeah i don't I, and michael scotty because we graduated the same age Shout out to michael like the same year and we were both like, Yes, you too. Me too. And we like walked around the bar until we found it was a connection, and then we walked around the bar until we found who put it on the (laughs) who put on the jukebox. We're like, who put that song on? Because it's something that I feel like it connects you, yeah, yeah, as a generation too. Where it's just like this is something that like Anthony's like I have no idea what this is. I've never heard it before, and I'm like, you wouldn't because it was only popular for like one year. But (laughs) it it puts you.
1: It puts you like I I put that on my Bumble because spoiler alert, I react activated bumble because i mm-hmm. got over the whole tinder thing so mm-hmm. now i'm like i'm gonna have you guys we're gonna we go. we're gonna look at it and i'm gonna have you compare okay. i'm gonna have you swipe a little okay. bit on yeah, tinder yeah. and then swipe okay. a little okay. bit on bumble Give you yes. yeah. yeah 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 so um but i put that on my bumble so you can connect your spotify and so i i I did. And then I'm like, I'm checking out your Spotify before I look at your bio Ooh, or your pics. Yeah. So yeah,
2: I'd have I have to do some cleaning up on my Spotify before I let people do that. <laughs> you know,
0: what's funny is there's two things that I really feel like with Chris and I, that, um, when we, when we get like, we're both very passionate about certain things. Yeah. Um, one of those things being music. And uh, like the other day, um, we were driving to meet everybody in Santa Monica to go see, um, oh, Anthony's, Anthony's movie, movie. Mm-hmm. and on the way there, I was like, "Hey, Chris, put on some like heavy metal for me. Like, I'm really in the mood to like listen to like some Iron Maiden or something." He he's like looked at me. He's like, "It would be my pleasure <laughs> to share this experience I with would you right love now." That. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And it's funny how I, you know, like you know, pure joy moments. You know what I mean? Like when you're just in your body and you're just like, all the joy that I have in my body right now could emote, and I can feel the joy coming off of me. Mm-hmm. That to me, sometimes those experiences when we share music together like that, or I introduce him to something he's not heard because, which is very hard because Chris is very on top of it with music. He's very, very, very into it. You and Chris talk music all the time, Christina. Yeah. Um, So he's very on top of it with music. So when I get to share something with him that he's never heard before, pure joy for me. When he's like gets excited about sharing something with me like that, pure joy moments. The other pure joy moments for us are usually sports related. Yeah. And I said, we had a really great experience and it's weird cause we'd had, we'd gone through a not great experience right before this. And Chris and I went, we had like a, a little hiccup and had like some things going on. And, um, and so when we, we went together on a trip um, right after that to Tampa and to visit some friends of ours and we went out to our friend's uh, birthday party for their little girl football there, just tossing a football back and forth. I was like, you could, I could have flown home on the joy that I felt inside. Simple little silly things like that for me are so things that you wouldn't think are even a big deal. I'm still talking about it. And that was like, what, how many months ago? Yeah, You know what I mean? Like February. And I'm like, to me, like, I love that. Like, I love those pure joy moments. Sometimes when I get home from trips, just walking through my new apartment, I just touch the walls and I'm like, I'm so grateful to be here. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's good. I love that.
1: That's what you want to find. Yeah. I am just now getting into feeling that by myself. That's great. Which is the reason why I'm like such a, stickler right now and not really in on dating because I feel like you do have to find that on your own before you're able to find that with someone else. A
0: 100%. And I would never, I would never have gotten to a place that Chris and I are in that and having these moments if I didn't get to that place myself first. In fact, Mm -hmm. some of the first conversations I had with Chris specifically were, I'm not kidding you. Like I think on our first or second date, I literally was like, where are you at, foo? Because I'm not looking for, if we just going to fuck, we can fuck, but this is what I'm looking for. And we literally had the, I don't need you conversation. If I, if you're going to be in my life, it's because I choose for you to be in my life. We literally, it was, completely at that place like you're not going to complete me because i'm already a whole person yeah and well, I, think I think that, that that's, that's what you're going through right 100% now, is a whole 100
2: how it should always be i right. mean i get the whole two halves but of the I whole to go. thing but like to me it's just not practical it's just not practical and it's also just not true because life comes at you fast man and like you could not to get like too down but like you could lose somebody yeah tomorrow right don't let that person be the other half of you because like anything could happen and then what happens to you you just have to be half a person yeah that's yeah. not right like you yeah. should be a full person and that person's a bonus yeah yeah to your life that like, should
0: always be how it feels yeah whoever is is in your life should always feel and that goes with friends that goes with family that goes with partners mm-hmm. anybody that's in your life should always be to in my mind bringing value to your life yeah because life's too short you know what I That's mean right. and I'm not just saying cut a bunch of people out but maybe sometimes you have to to be able to be the human that you need to be to live mm-hmm. your best life yeah yeah you know and I do feel like I know we t- it's deep brag we talk about it every week probably about how great our friend group is but I think that, you know, there's something to be said about that. You know, there's not a person in our friend group that I can't imagine being there because they fulfill such a important thing. And I want them there, not because I need them, because I choose and want every single person that's in our friend group to be there. And yeah. I would never feel like, you know, Ugh,
2: I have to be yeah. around this oh, person. God, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would go to that party, but so and so is going to be there. Yeah, no, Never. <laughs> Right. well this took a deep turn wow. for the top of the yes. show yeah um well we <laughs> today i know we
0: were like it was very deep thoughts with jack handy and
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh god deep very dive. philosophical and-
1: i know mm. well, what do we want to do for for fuck mary kill
2: Are bad we boys bad, bad boys oh yeah what we've you been do? talking
1: about this I keep leaving it to last minute to decide who I'm going to be. I've had mine on
2: deck for like three weeks because we keep being like, we're going to do this. Okay. Who's yours? So, okay. I don't know. I I don't know that he would classify so much as a bad boy now, but I know whenever I was growing up, he was definitely in all of the teen magazines as like being a bad boy. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that would be, and so I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with young Colin Farrell. Oh,
1: Sante, Because like Colin Farrell was like
2: a bad boy. I remember when it came across that he was like or came out that he had like slept with Britney Spears and everyone was like oh she's going through a wild child phase like because he was older than her and he like had slept with her and everyone was like oh she's she's not a virgin anymore and now she's like fucking bad boy it's like Mm -hmm. wow so that'd be mine Alan Farrell hmm God, I, I know I'm
0: bad, too. I've, I I'm the one who brought this idea up and right. I still have yet to think of mine, you know, because I initially had thought I was going to do Christian Bale, but we've done Christian Bale like what? 500 times. Right. You Approximately. Approximately. And <laughs>
1: but
2: I, I know <laughs> I know I just like so I bad. don't see Christian Bale as being too much of a bad boy, really? though. He's got
0: such a bad reputation. Does he? Yeah. A, oh. a reputation for being a bad boy or like hmm. kind of a I don't know
1: um well i was gonna say what what brought it to mind i don't know why this is the one that's been stuck in my head for three weeks and i haven't been able to get around it but snoop dog <laughs> uh, all right at all. that's but so funny like, back when i was growing up or whatever he's I, the chillest remember, bad boy ever <laughs> i remember being like because <gasps> like my and the reason why it came into my head is because my older cousin Um, He's like, I don't know, like five or six years older is the one that introduced, I had never heard rap until I like went over to my cousin's house and my cousin was listening to Snoop Dogg (laughs) and I was like,
2: what is this? Well, he did have an album and called Doggy like, Style. Yeah. Like, I could see how. Like, and I, if, if I I was very home,
1: scandalized.
2: Yeah. Back
1: in that, because I wasn't listening to like any kind of rap or anything like, uh, like that at that time. And then my cousin was like trying to be a bad boy, and he was just like, "Yeah, he's in a gang, and blah, blah blah it, blah." And okay. I was just like,
2: "Oh my god!" I think. So, yeah. I mean, I think he's a bad boy in that. Like, had you brought home OG Snoop Dogg right. to your parents, they would have been like. Now, no. I, now I mean, he's got like a cooking <laughs> yeah, show he's with like the so chill now. I think that that's what we think of is like, yeah, he still gets high, but he like, his BFF is Martha Stewart, and he's got like, he yeah. had that reality show. He's been married to the same woman for fucking ever. I know. Yeah. He, he openly says that like she's in charge. Like oh, yeah. She wears the pants in the relationship, yeah. and he had that reality show on like E, and it was funny because you just saw Snoop Dogg like, driving a minivan to take his kids to soccer practice and shit. like he's so like <laughs> that's so i love funny. him actually but yeah, that's, i think he's great that's also i think we, we my... should
0: do rappers at some point oh, sure because that makes me think of ice cube Mind oh babe. totally shit i don't want to go down this path because i do think we should do rappers yeah at some yeah point. all right but that's... so i think i thought of mine because you okay. went down the musical path yeah it made me think of tommy lee there you go oh, okay i he's think he's a the bad boy bad boy yes, right that's definitely good. is yeah. you're
1: absolutely right absolutely yeah i'm like I ha- I mine isn't mine, I really think. even like a bad boy it's just that i thought he was that's just because so i was funny. such a sheltered like <laughs> fucking child I, mean, I think he probably was
2: when he started had murder
0: yeah charge. it was the case that they gave him
2: yeah okay i i know mine okay. i've got mine all right so I am going to fuck Colin Farrell because I think he's actually still. He, he, I mean, young Colin Farrell especially, but I think he's still hot, fairly attractive. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, he's yeah. still a good-looking man. Um, so I'm gonna do that, and I like an accent. What is he like? Irish, Scottish? Yeah, what is he? he's got some some ooh, kind of brogue. Yeah. yeah, he's You're got right. a yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna marry Snoop Dogg because I'm like. <laughs> Dude, come that on. man, yeah. you're gonna be the queen of his castle, and <laughs> he right. will take the kids to Little League. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. I like that. And yeah, I again, love it when he talks politics too. Can you imagine <laughs> you and Snoop Dogg like talking politics? Um, I love so it. funny. He's yes. got a joint. I've got a glass of wine. Let's do this. <laughs> Here we go. I like it. Um, and yeah, even though I bet you a roll in the hay with Tommy Lee would be a good time. Um, yeah. he, especially, I, I mean, he had that sex tape with Pam. Yeah. Anderson and, and got we've all arm. seen yeah the situation down there Yeah, good. <laughs> um, but it's it pays the rent it's yeah, the it does. same
0: thing like it could pay the rent on its own
2: <laughs> I'm I'm a little concerned I can't remember who we said this about before but I'm a little concerned he could give me something and yeah. I'm like yeah I don't know yeah. and he is I found out he's engaged to one of those a YouTube, uh, YouTube a, yeah like yeah, an Instagram a girl a Vine girl. star yeah, yeah. she, yeah. she seems she seems annoying she seems
1: trouble she seems yeah. annoying and I watched her on a like documentary and I was yes. like sweet baby oh, angel yes. the,
2: the thing the yeah. thing. American meme yes. Yes. I watched that too I was like too. She seems I troubled. Hug
1: you. She yeah, she complained. She simultaneously yeah. was you complaining
2: about the industry and yet every time the camera was on she her needs she was on it. Yeah. She needed that like attention in a way that I'm like I would never be friends with you because right. you would be so Impossible to be friends with. Well, it would be she would just suck all your energy. She's like right, an emotional vampire. Um mm-hmm. I mean, I shouldn't I don't know her, but that's the vibe right. I got. But um yeah, so I'd probably I'd probably kill Tommy Lee. Nothing against Tommy yeah. Lee. You do you, but. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I like to be obstinate and I like to go down a different path. Go for but it. But what I'm going to say is going to blow your mind. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, go. I agree with you 100%. I can't. <gasps> really? So here's the thing, because what I really wanted to do was fuck Tommy, fuck Tommy Lee. I thought you were going to fuck Tommy Lee. I know. You thought it because I thought about it real, real hard. God damn, he got a got nice cock. Yeah, I but know. But. Well, we guess we can't use that for the cutout for the no, show. no, <laughs> that won't be in the promo,
1: and uh,
2: Instagram
0: would not find uh, that, not approve that. No, got it. No. Um, yeah, he's got this nice, beautiful cock, but it—I am pretty sure it's going to give me. At least, at the very least, hepsy Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're a, yeah.
1: You double bag that, and even you still, double
0: bag, and then you are still scared because yeah. you are you're on bag.
2: antibiotics. You are like, like before
0: you go in. No, you take an antibiotic pre pre antibiotic. Too much work, you know. Yeah. Like, watching
2: watching
1: his, I remember the first time I I thought Tommy Lee was really attractive. Oh God, he's so hot, back then. He, he was did, really hot. He did a drum video oh, to Soldier Boy. He and I, I was like, what? It was yeah smoking hot. Yeah. No, f- smokin physically
2: hot. young Tommy Lee oof. was like what I would have gone for. I'm because right I, now yeah, because he yeah. was hot and yeah. he was like skinny. He was a hot skinny white guy with good cheekbones. That right. was like my and he's, only like, requirement. Dark hair,
0: tatted yeah. up,
2: and mm. just
1: like. Oof. Yeah, Woof. I
0: mean it's in my wheelhouse all yeah. day. Um, but I'm also now 40 years old so, or 41 now, so I can't uh, I can't be fucking around with my life like that. You know yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not to drive fast, take chances kind of girl anymore. So um, I guess I'm gonna fuck Colin Farrell. I mean, it'll be a pity fuck, but whatever.
2: It would be fine. I feel I mean, like it's, it's not gonna be exciting. I'm it's not gonna write gonna home be... about it. Although I think he did. I mean, maybe he will. I think he did fuck Britney Spears in an elevator. <gasps> or was that that was Benicio Del Toro with Lindsay Lohan I don't know like someone got S- fucked in an elevator S- <laughs> no you guys didn't hear about this no oh, yeah Benicio Del Toro had sex she with Lindsay Lohan when she was young fuck him in a fucking girl. elevator
0: good god he hot
2: he was especially hot when he was young. Yeah, was. I think he's yeah. less hot now now yeah. you know, he looks puffy he looks puffy yeah. he looks like he's drank a lot
0: yeah but yeah. when
2: he was young yeah even back then well, wait, even Tommy Lee
0: th- don't look good now no Mm-mm. he looks swollen too no yeah. no no we talking old Tommy yeah. yeah, Snoop Dogg yeah. looks
2: pretty good. That's yeah. weed, guys. Just yeah. <laughs> weed. Yeah, Apparently don't- <laughs> weed.
0: Just smoke a lot of weed. Weed. Yeah. And I believe the saying is black don't crack. So I think uh,
2: <laughs> it's uncrackable. It is
0: uh, Yeah, he's
2: still he, he looks, looks the same. He looks the he looks same. The same. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have thought young so, yeah. Snoop Dogg is attractive, but the fact that he he gets it's more attractive points her. because he didn't age. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, he, he
1: it's also for me, like I find him so attractive because I think he's so he's so funny. He's yeah. funny. And he just yeah is like yeah, he uh, amuses me. You he can does. tell and he's just I just, like, love watching him with Martha. He's the best yeah. bad boy ever. Yeah. He so, and Martha yeah, are like I'm,
2: the cutest together I'm, actually. I'm
0: definitely gonna marry Mary Snoop. I'm I'm exactly on the same road
1: All as right. you. Cool. Yeah.
2: Are you gonna mix it up?
1: I go back and forth. I haven't I seen recent pictures of Tommy Lee, but like, there's something like I do not like about Colin Farrell. Like, I, know. Same. I just really, I really don't. It yeah. would be the Sahara down there. I, I just, know. I've okay. watched, even so if he many talked to you what, if you, what if
2: you got blindfolded and he just Ooh. talked to you first? Ooh. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we that's the key <laughs> for me. That is it. the
1: key. If he was saying something in that accent in my ear, I'd be like, well, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, You know what's weird? <laughs> Do it from behind okay, things.
2: maybe you need to see Dumbo, too, because oh, he is in Dumbo. Right. And I think maybe it was a thing for me where, like, I felt that way about Colin Farrell when, when he was younger. He was mm-hmm. a bad boy, and I was like, he seemed arrogant, and I don't like yeah. that. But I think I saw recent interviews with him, and he seems way more grounded. So mm-hmm. I think maybe that's coloring my my decision. I don't yeah. know.
1: I don't know. Maybe, maybe I haven't gotten all my self destructiveness out yet because I
0: think <laughs> sure. I think I am
2: gonna
1: fuck Tommy.
0: Okay, Lee. I don't. I'm not judging you.
2: Yeah, uh, right here. I just like judging. if I'm gonna, if i uh,
1: yeah. you know, yeah. I,
2: and you'll probably be fine. I mean, yeah, yeah, you'll
1: probably be fine. <laughs> I like, mean,
2: roll of the dice, <laughs> double 90%, bag, and percent. I think you're gonna be okay. I mean, yeah.
1: but I mean, I'm like, well, you know, you only live once, That's right. so YOLO. Yeah yeah exactly so i'm gonna go that route everyone's I'm gotta go sometimes <laughs> colin farrell and i'm all going right. to marry snoop dogg all, right, all well, right that's
2: snoop dogg's a lucky lucky man he is lucky but his wife might try and kill us oh all. no oh, she's no. Like, no, she would you know not play we deserve it she will yeah. we deserve she will cut it. us yeah. <laughs> she's <laughs> like listening. five foot but she will absolutely <laughs> also, if, come after if us
0: if you're listening we're not actually going to follow through. No, we're, uh, listen, <laughs> no. he's, yeah.
1: no, but safe. if he wants to hang out and we can be friends, that would be dope as well. Yeah. We would all, I'll like, be
2: friends with both of them. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, I'll come over and hang out with you both.
1: Yeah. Did you see someone posted a picture of him in an Easter bunny <laughs>
2: costume? <laughs> I love today. it.
1: I'm like, I love it.
2: Cause he, you're awesome. He doesn't take himself too seriously. No. I think that that's what I love about him. It's just like, yeah, I've got enough confidence to put on this pink Easter bunny costume. Yeah. What? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. He got, yeah. he
0: got no fucks given. I love that. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, that was a good one. You guys yeah. want to take five? More? Wait, wait, wait. Uh you're listening to My Worst Date. that? <gasps> oh my gosh, My Worst Date. Yay. <laughs> I'm Keegan. I'm Cassie. And I'm Christina. And now we'll take five. <laughs> and we'll be right back with stories. And we're back. Okay, so I will start us off with stories this week. This one is kind of a long one, but I have I, it, I feel like we need to do it. Okay, I cool. am buckled in. <laughs> I am excited. ready. You're going to edit ready that however you want. for it. <laughs> okay. After hearing a couple other stories, I have one that is a lim- little similar to one that you already told. So I wanted to share another one. I had just moved to a state far away from home uh, on my own. After I got past the high of a bold move, I was a little more lonely than I thought I'd be. One night while drinking wine and eating crappy pizza in my half furnished living room, I downloaded Tinder. I matched with this one <laughs> Sounds guy. About right. Sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you like, wine and pizza. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And you're like, ugh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I matched with this one guy and we started connecting right away. The conversation quickly moved to talking on the phone, and I was so smitten. He mentioned having his own business, really being tight with his family, no kids. We had all the same interests. I thought it couldn't get any better and got really, and I got really lucky. Mm. And never
0: this is called My Worst Date. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, so I, just say, what, I, I want
1: someone to write in where that actually happened and they're like, on Tinder. End.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's I'm it. just like,
1: nope, nope, zero times. Mm-hmm.
2: The next day, I had a really tough day at work, and I just wanted to go home. However, he kept pushing me to meet him out, and I was excited to meet him, so it didn't take too much convincing. We met at a little hipster bar, and he was super cute, very funny, and so nice. I had a great time and found myself happy. Happy that I came out. The only thing that struck me as weird on the date was that the one thing, here we go. The one thing, the here one we go. Thing, here comes the red little, flag. Red flag numero get uno. Ready, get ready to drink, all right? Um <laughs> uh, was that he asked if I was still talking to any of my exes. I jokingly okay. told him that the only guy I dated in I jokingly told him that only the guy I dated in eighth grade, but we never got past hand-holding, so I didn't think that counted as an ex. Right. (laughs) He casually laughed, and we moved on with the conversation, and nothing else weird happened.
1: That sounds like somebody that's got some baggage. Yeah. like, let me open up my Jansport.
2: Yes. Here's
1: my trapper keeper. Yep. These are the three women that cheated on me, and now I have issues. (laughs) With their exes. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yes. 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 After the date, he walked me to the car and asked me to text him when I was home safe. He seemed perfect. Later that night, he sent a Snapchat of a certification with the caption saying, I'm certified. But the first and last name on the certification wasn't his name and his business, his business was construction and the certification was restaurant related. When I questioned him on this, he actually convinced me that he didn't know what I was talking about and it must have been a snap from someone else. What? I know. The fact I believed him is embarrassing. Red R- flag number two.
1: Right. R- R- yeah, drink.
2: Now, now I'm concerned. Yep. Yeah. A few days later, he came to my house. We had dinner and watched movies. He ended up crashing at my place, but I really didn't mind. After that, he came over what seemed like every single day. Occasionally, he would have to quote run home real quick, but didn't want me to go with him. Uh, I red did. Flag, red flag, I red did flag. see this as a red flag. Oh, good for her. But I didn't want to go off uh, to go with him either, so I kind of brushed it off. At one point, he was wearing my hoodie and Beats headphones when he quote ran home and came back without them, and I never got them back. Yeah. Oh no. 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 I'm gonna
0: have you. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have you run you know what? You can quick. keep
2: that that hoodie, but you better bring Get my, my headphones back. fucking back. Those yeah. shoes are expensive. expensive. Yeah, oh, God, they are. He wanted to take me hiking. I'm not really this type of girl and hiking. I'm like, no. <laughs> Side eye. If, you, if you've given <laughs> me red flags already, I'm like, I don't want to go hiking with you. Well,
1: here's my thing. When I go, because I go up Runyon quite mm-hmm. frequently, i um, I sounds like I am going to
2: <laughs> die. It's not sexy. It's right? Not right. Sexy. That's why At I want to go with you because we can I, sound like we're dying together. I exactly. like that.
1: I like working and sweating and that sort of thing, but like when I'm first getting to know somebody, I'm like, I don't date good. No, you don't need to see how
2: out of shape I am off the cuff. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Totally. Let me
1: go ahead and tell you that I do yoga frequently and let that be the little fantasy that you have in your head. (laughs) Right. Let me
2: me do cart, uh, like, you know, cardio on my own for a while until I build up enough stamina. Then we can go hiking together and I can pretend like I've always been this healthy. Yep. We're going to do that. That's right. (laughs) So she says he wanted to take me hiking. I'm not really that type of girl. I love being outside. But by that, I mean more like hanging out on the beach all day. Amen. <laughs> Same. That's yeah. Got it. <laughs> but I went anyway because I'm always down to try something new. We ended up not hiking, but instead renting a canoe to check out the waterfalls. Put time out. I love canoeing. Me too. I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do. Love but it. if we are going somewhere and you tell me we're hiking and now all of a sudden we're canoeing to a waterfall to a waterfall very different things i'm not prepared for this Mm -hmm. i feel like this should have been outlined (laughs) on the outset of the (laughs) state yeah i like to be prepared i need
0: to bring my plastic baggies (laughs) to put my shit in yeah Yeah. i
2: want a swimsuit on my water shoes let's do this okay long story short he tried to play a trick on me by acting like we were going to accidentally roll row off the waterfall (laughs) when he so funny so fucking funny when he actually did get caught up in the tides and almost sent me plummeting to my death down the waterfall. Oh, oh no. no. Thankfully I'm familiar with the way water works and could get us out. <laughs> Looking God. back, I should have jumped ship and just let him get himself out but that's not who I am as a person. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was pissed and it was a 2.5 hour ride back with this dude and I was no doubt giving him attitude because I was still fuming and he said you're being so uptight. I didn't mean for it to go that far at least i'm not fucking around with any of my exes
1: wait wait you mean <coughs> the one
2: i had in when i was 13
1: right that one you fucking yeah. weirdo the, the one, one that, that i held, just held hands with? hands with
2: that one that you just logged away that information for this moment when you almost killed me cool wow. cool, 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 cool. great yeah. same thing totally This made me stop in my tracks because I didn't even know what he was talking about until he brought up the fact that I'm still friends with the guy I hung out with in eighth grade. Jesus. He said, I'm just not okay with it. It weirds me out. Our ride back was not pleasant. Ooh, Mm -hmm. I went off on him about how he's not a real ex and how I now live 10 hours away from this dude, so I don't know what he's so worried about. You shouldn't even have to justify yourself. You don't. You don't have to justify yourself
1: at all. It's like none of your fucking business yeah. a b it's like we've talked about our friend group is very mixed and it's like at a certain point in a in a relationship like you're that fucking controlling that she can't have friends that are guys no, X, no i mean not. that would
2: be a hard deal breaker for me i'd be like yeah. listen i i'm not trying to deal with anybody who's that insecure exactly no, exactly i don't have the time energy or patience no no Um, We stopped at a gas station because I definitely needed a snack and a drink. He tried to include my stuff in his order. I pulled it back saying I would pay for myself. He paid for his stuff and walked out to the car without saying a word. When I got to the car, he freaked out on me because I embarrassed him in front of the male cashier by not letting him pay for my order. Okay,
0: we are through here, sir. I know, so <laughs> we are much so wrong. Root here. Oh when we got God. back to my
2: house, I wouldn't let him come in and told him he should spend the night at his own house. He left and then knocked on my door a few hours later bringing me pizza and apologized. The next day, he asked if he could move in. Okay.
0: What?
2: What? Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, would you look at the time? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, no. No
1: no sir no oh my god dude I have like chills right now and
2: I'm so sweaty sweaty because (laughs) oh your dog is so worried I know your dog Uh, Tig is here with us (laughs) and he's (laughs) like are you guys okay
0: he (laughs) He just like we like (laughs) screamed. he's he's like (laughs) what he's like what's
1: going on no that's not okay like no I can't even like make it past like date three let alone someone being like so I'm gonna go ahead and move in (laughs) no 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 sir no you
2: already almost killed me we just had a terrible day it's a bad time to ask that that question like What are you doing?
1: The worst.
2: I was getting suspicious that there was something going on with his living arrangements since he never slept anywhere else. He had been showing up at my house before I got home from work and waiting outside for me since I wouldn't give him a key.
1: Oh, one day. Mm -hmm. Legit homeless.
2: One day when I ran late in a meeting, he complained that he had to wait outside for way too long. So I said, do you mean you want you want to be added to the lease or you want to crash here for a few weeks? Mm -hmm. And he said he wanted to be added to the lease. I had known this dude for less than two months at this point. (gasps) No, thank you. No, no, (laughs) no, 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 no. Obviously, this was a huge red flag and of course, I would not add him to the lease. No, thank you. He threw a pity party saying... I guess I'm just more serious about this relationship than you are. Guess you are, sir. Guess you are. Yes, you are. Yeah. Sorry. Here's me not caring about that. (laughs) I'm kind of done with this shit at this point because the near-death experience was still fresh in my mind since it had happened the day before. So I told him to stop being a baby about it. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I love her. He went to leave because he was mad when he came back into the house right away. But he came back into the house right away because his car had been towed. My apartment complex at the time was very strict about only parking in certain spots if you didn't have a resident pass. And I told him this, but he didn't listen. Somehow, I ended up paying the $200 fee to get his car out of the
1: impound. Oh, my God. Only
2: to have it towed again two weeks later.
1: Wow! This motherfucker
2: parked, he parked somewhere again and That's got his car problem. impounded again two weeks later. That's your problem. He was really weird about getting it out of the impound this time and refused to get it out. So he started taking the bus everywhere. Public transportation here is not good at all. So it was very unreliable. I ended up letting him use my Uber account to get to my house from a job site. It was only $8, so not a big deal. But a few days later, he took... He took a $60 Uber ride to Walmart on my account. No. Nope. What is fuck. going on with this hot fucking
1: mess, man? <laughs> Jesus. This isn't a jam sport this guy's carrying. Yeah.
0: He's yeah. got
2: like a full fucking carry on. It's like in a, one of those army bags. It's yeah. like oh, a full body. A rucksack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. For sure.
2: At this point, I was so over it. I called him and asked him why he was getting a ride to Walmart when he confessed to me that that's actually where he works. Oh. Remember, he said that he was a businessman and got a certification and like. Yeah. Yeah. But it
0: was. Rest- I'm so confused. Mm-hmm.
2: And he never actually had a construction business at all. I told him he needed to get his car out today because I was done giving him rides and was deleting my Uber account and he said he couldn't because it wasn't towed. It was repossessed. Oh, okay. No. He okay. also admitted that the name he gave me wasn't his real name. Wait, what? He didn't actually have his own place. He wasn't the age he told me he was and that he was casually dating another girl long distance. All of this is happening while I'm sitting in my car on my lunch break at work. Oh
0: my God.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah,
2: All of it's a lie. Oh, my God. We got into an argument and he called me an infertile bitch. Which <gasps> Excuse kind me. What? of threw me off. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? What the... F- what, what a weird insult to throw at somebody. Right. right? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I forgot where this story goes. Not so weird. Hold on. I asked him what in the world would make him come up with such a bizarre insult. Right. It's
0: not like they were trying to have kids. They were together for two months.
2: He confessed that he had been poking holes in all of our condoms to try and get me pregnant. No. Cassie's gone. She Cassie's the door. Left. She's oh, she's gone.
1: No. <laughs> what kind of fucking monster Psychopath. are you kidding? I would murder that guy. I would fucking murder him. Are you f- fucking kidding me?
0: You're fucking with Ooh. Yep. My heat
1: right now. My heat I, know. I, know. I know. I am. I know. I, I'm radiating moy moi caliente
2: <laughs> I guess he didn't know that I was also on birth control but that wasn't the point point. and the fact <laughs> no. that he tried to pull something like that without my consent made my blood boil us yeah. too
1: oh god oh, yeah I, I like this motherfucker
2: up I was girl. so angry I had to tell my boss that I got sick and had to leave because I couldn't focus on my work I get it Yep. I told him not to come over that day and he lost his mind. I hung up the phone and he sent me 133 unread text messages oh, in the course of an hour. Oh, shit. He repeatedly told me he was coming over after work, no, and I not, texted sir. him back only to tell him that the doors would be locked and I wouldn't open them so he shouldn't waste his time. He left me, first of all, put an ad. And, and I'm going to call, need call, the call, call Or bare minimum, you need to call people to be there with you. Absolutely, like You shouldn't be at 100%. home by yourself. Um, he left me messages screaming at me for doing that to him that he was already on the bus on his way over. He came to my house and started banging on the door and yelling <gasps> oh, cops, at me. 911. That he knew I was home. I called the police. Yes. They were just going to tell mm-hmm. him that he needed to leave. But when they got there, he saw them and started to run away from them. So they arrested oh, him. Oh, yay. yay. Happy ending. Oh, it's not <laughs> over yet. <laughs> he called me to bail him out. And it turned no. out they had warrants out for his arrest for unpaid tickets and things. But he also was on probation after being in jail for three years for a hate crime.
0: <gasps> what? What? Oh. Wow. I I looked it up,
2: and he had been arrested for multiple assaults. One of them for beating his ex-wife. <gasps> he never mentioned he had been married. Oh, really? He had restraining orders put on him by two other women. I, of course, did not bail him out. He wrote me two letters in one day, blaming me for putting him in jail. Mm. After I was free of him for a few days, I began to realize how much of my life he controlled. He kept me from entertaining. He kept me entertaining him every day, so I was never able to go out and meet with friends. Mm. He made me feel guilty if I ever wanted to spend time by myself or fly home to visit my family and constantly told guys, off if they even looked at me I know it sounds dumb but I truly did not realize how controlling he was being until he wasn't around that's what they do it doesn't sound dumb no it doesn't sound dumb at all honey from
0: having those conversations with your like your unlike-minded friends who are gonna be like uh, yeah. What the fuck's going on? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Act
2: Act three of this story and, and oh. then we're done. Oh. oh. <laughs> a few weeks later, a girl came to my door one night, banging on the door, yelling, you need to come out and talk to me right now, crying through shit. her words. <laughs> I was very skeptical to open the door, thinking it could be a weird trick or something, but I opened it, keeping my guard up. She was very shocked to see me. She said, where's James? That's his real name. <laughs> he doesn't deserve a code name. <laughs> she says. Good. In That's awesome. So, yeah.
1: Fuck you, James.
2: I told her that I hadn't seen him in weeks and that he was arrested. She was an ex-girlfriend of his who couldn't get her child support from him. Again, never mentioned a kid. And this was his last listed address with the lawyer. I had never let him sign a lease, so I don't know how he verified my address on legal forms. Wow. I told her everything I knew and mentioned that he never said anything about having a kid. She told me he had four kids (gasps) with four different women that she knew of. Oh, Oh my God.
1: That she knew of. That
2: she knew of. Not that I needed any more of a reason, but I knew I never wanted to see this guy again. I was scared that he would just show up at my house, but luckily he never did. Fast forward three years later, the girl who showed up at my door is actually my best friend now. Oh my god! <gasps> Yay! The, best! the this best is a happy ending. ending! Is, oh, it's so good. And I've learned that he wouldn't let her get an abortion when when she got pregnant, even though she said they couldn't give the baby a healthy life. He convinced her they would make it work and everything would be fine, and then abandoned her two weeks oh. before her due date. Oh. He had messaged me several times freaking out about me not bailing him out and then again about wanting to meet up and maybe try again. What a piece of shit.
0: You can suck a dick.
2: (laughs) Suck on these balls. We thought about going all John Tucker must die on him, but decided (laughs) to just block his calls and not let him ruin our lives anymore. Mm. All of this happened within 3.5 months and it was an absolute roller coaster. and I'm so happy it's over. I'm also happy to announce that my taste in men has changed and I've been with an awesome dude for over Two years. So hopefully, no more bad first dates for me. Keep up the amazing podcast. You guys are awesome. Oh my God.
1: What a roller coaster. And I love, love, love the so many happy endings that Dude Face got his, went to a jail where he belongs because he's a shitbag,
2: and that it ended with friendship. Isn't it it amazing how, like, this guy can, like,
0: sister solidarity.
1: Oh, Mm -hmm. absolutely.
2: 100%. But this guy. What's wrong with our legal system that this guy can just like beat the shit out of how many women he's he's got assault charges yeah. on, you know, from women. He's got restraining orders and he can just keep going in and getting out of jail like super quick. Right. At what point also, do you get to a point where it's just like, no, nah, you have to stay in jail for yeah. a while Is it,
1: Is it a crime to poke holes in a condom? It should be. I
2: think it should be. Yeah, I, I absolutely. Know that
1: it is. I don't know that it is either. But that's mm. like that's. I mean it's it's not technically rape but you're definitely crossing a line of well, consent. Well, there, there
2: was a there was a case a few years ago where they asked if it was a rape if you started out having sex Cause what happened was they started out having sex with a condom and then partway through he took it off. And she's like it it is considered sexual assault because these are not the parameters by which I agreed a- to have sex sure. with you. Yeah. I gave you my consent with the understanding that yeah. these things were in place. Sure. Then, so it, I absolutely think that he committed assault I,
0: then. Does this guy have a fetish of knocking women up? Because it's kind I, of at a place where it's like he's got four kids he's not taking care of. He's right. trying to knock up a woman who. It's a, a yes, way that he
2: can confused. control them or something or but then he bails as soon as they're born so it's yeah. weird I don't know so so it's, like yeah
1: it's just like just about them being pregnant about by him, him spreading his seed I guess yeah is this
2: like a, so. I wonder
0: if this is like a fetish uh, thing or uh, something hmm. I don't like that the worst oh, yeah, I don't like, I don't like any of that mm. I mean mm. unless thank you
2: for sharing yeah, your story though that crazy. was that was
0: <sighs> that's wild ride yeah that was a wild ride all right well to offset that long story, I have a short one. Okay. So, Good. <laughs> Perfect. No. Yeah. Um, So mine is from Reddit. And it says, so this happened about four or five years ago. So everything is fuzzy. Uh, for I, I hear you, girl. Only four <laughs> or five years. Yesterday was fuzzy. Okay. Uh, I would get on dating apps on and off for years. So I started talking to this guy. He seemed relatively nice. And plus, I was intrigued by the fact that he was almost two feet taller than me. Oh, I
1: love a tall oh guy. my, Ugh. Two feet? That's a... That's tall, tall. Yeah, no. I, there's no way someone's two feet taller than me. That no, would be what is that? Seven, eight? They would have to be seven, Damn. eight, dude. But I did swipe on a six, seven, dude, seven, four, and I was like, ooh, a whole fucking foot.
0: But I mean, <laughs> I guess if you were five foot, you could meet somebody who was seven feet tall.
2: Yeah, actually. That's, so that's I lot. had an ex who was six eight. I'm five four. Yeah, but I had a friend who was. Four eleven. Okay, and her boyfriend was over six foot. Oh shit! So I mean, he wasn't six eight, but say like my boyfriend sure, sure, at the sure. time had gotten together with her, then that yeah. would have been like a, yeah, Whew, wow, over two foot different. Oh no, almost. It would have been a two foot difference. Oh yeah, I'm in-
0: yeah. I'm intrigued by everything about that height difference. That's too much. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I, I feel like for me yeah having dated someone who was much much taller than me I'm yeah. like things were tricky already like you, you had <laughs> yeah. another six inches not and i'm in like in the
0: shower that's enough, for sure
2: man. like <laughs> I'm gonna, like literally climb you like a yeah. tree
0: that's <laughs> 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 uh, funny um we talked for a few weeks before agreeing to get lunch i always drive myself for these types of meetings so if i need to To uh, So if I need to escape, I can. Yeah. Uh, So yes, totally. So lunch was okay. There wasn't that much of a spark. After we were done eating, he wanted me to sit with him in his truck. Stupidly, I agreed. He started to kiss me. I pulled away and made a comment about him having soft lips. And he looks me dead in the eyes and says, You know what else is soft? Then grabs my hand and puts it on his dick. Mm. I never jumped out of a car so fast. I Mm. raced home, and when I got home, I noticed he sent me a video of
2: him jerking off. Get out. (laughs) I blocked him so fast. We've already talked about that. Anytime there's like a hand behind the head situation or like a hand on the dick situation, please don't. It's not supposed to be soft. It's
1: supposed to be hard. Ugh, he's what a weird line. line.
2: You know what else is soft?
1: Not supposed to be. Or do you mean you you moisturize down there? It's like
2: (laughs) maybe it's just like he's like skin so soft. You know, (laughs)
0: gross. Why and then. Sent her a fucking video of
2: himself. Jerk off videos are gross, guys. Even if you can appreciate well, a good dick pic, fine. I mean, to me, I'm like, I don't want to see a close up jerk off video.
1: I don't think that there's anything grosser than a penis that you're not into. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean that's that's exactly where that's I was going to go with that. Yeah, I mean, like it'd be one thing if you were into that person,
1: right? It'd be different. I'm maybe? I'm completely fine with all kinds of yeah videos or pics if I'm into it, God. but we if had a deep not, dive porn conversation the worst. at the party last <laughs> oh uh,
2: what like we're just talking
0: about like porn and then we were talking about the sexual astrology book oh which we what? need to bring and
2: do on you missed the podcast everything, oh see? we no. we are going to bring it and do it on the podcast and read our um we should do that for our patreon friends. that'd be fun yeah oh. we should do that our...
0: it gets wild it gets okay. wild okay i'm
2: yeah. i'm down we should yeah. do that for patreon yeah yeah for sure all right
1: well, I've got a story that was emailed into us. She says, "Hi ladies, I've spent the last month or so chronologically binging your podcast and have enjoyed every moment laugh crying Yay. in public like a crazy person." <laughs>
0: Perfect. That's yes. my favorite. Perfect.
1: So this story is a little different. It is a collaboration, worst date/shame receipt composed by both parties involved. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm a bit of a romantic, sorry, not sorry, and love a good how'd you meet story. I like that she's so sorry, not sorry. Yeah. I, she, I, I, she's,
0: she's directly speaking She was looking to at yeah. you. She I felt was, it. I felt her look
1: at yeah. me through your mouth. <laughs> yeah. So I met Joe, in quotes, years back. I saw him getting out of his car in our Miami airport employee parking lot and was immediately attracted to him. I creeped so hard that I discreetly ran to catch up to him so I could stare at him on our employee shuttle.
2: <laughs> You're never discreet. Oh, he that felt that discreet. the whole time. <laughs> that discreet.
1: Once at the airport, we happened to be walking in the same direction to the automatic doors, but once we got up to these doors, they didn't open. I tried hopping on the weight sensor mats, and that seemed to do the trick. For the doors and for Joe. He laughed at me and we started to walk and talk. Oh. But eventually we parted ways without a proper goodbye, and I couldn't believe he could just leave me like that. I
2: <laughs> like, What? We, we met you're at the like, airport. I've seen many a romantic comedy, and that's not how this goes. Exactly. <laughs> you're <the> supposed <laughs> to
1: hop off the plane to be with me. Right. That's how these things work. Right. Run I through love the it. airport with roses. <laughs> it's the best feeling. I've had it a couple of times in the last like year and a half when you're just instantly attracted to somebody, a yeah. person that you don't know. That's just that that smell test. That's mm. a pheromones or something there. Yeah. And that's magic. So, anyways, she says, When I got back to my car, his car was still there. I found a scrap of paper. Wrote a note with my phone number on it. May have even slipped it into a stray Ziploc bag. (laughs) Plopped the note on his windshield and went about my life. Amazing. A a couple of days later, I was back at work and he texted me.
2: (gasps) Oh my God. I can just feel the butterflies of like, she had been waiting probably on pins and needles for how long? Oh my God. And then she got the text and she's like, oh my God. God.
1: Now remember, she said she co-wrote this.
2: Co-wrote? Oh, oh, did he write the other half? So...
1: (gasps) So she says, why'd you take so long again? He says, I was deciding if I should text you or not. (gasps) So after texting for a little while, we agreed to meet up around my place for pizza when our schedules aligned. She says to him, you thought this was a friend meetup, right? He says, I thought it would be nice to have some friends in Miami and you seemed really fun and nice. So... I ended up getting him too drunk that night and he crashed at my place, but we didn't sleep together, much to my chagrin.
0: And (laughs) he didn't shit on your house. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) All
1: seems pretty normal, right? But this is my worst date podcast. Yes, ma'am,
0: you know where you're at.
1: (laughs) We were getting frisky at my house. This is second date, and decided to dip into the goodie drawer. Ooh. And decided to use, you guessed it, a butt plug. Okay. On me. Right. Okay. okay. It was a cute metal one okay. with a pink jewel at the top. Yeah. I'm like... I'm here for I'm it. I'm here for it. Fancy. Yeah, Ooh, you fancy. You fancy, girl. Ooh, you fancy. Okay. You got some bling in the ring.
2: <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Okay, we... Well, it's too far. Cool. <laughs> is that oh, where the line is? is? Is that where the line? line All right. Great, okay, okay.
1: great. <laughs> Things were getting hot and heavy and Joe started playing with it. Apparently... Ooh. We were both really into it because all of a sudden I heard an oh fuck (gasps) and not the good kind. Oh, no. Guys. Oh, no. Oh, no. My ass (laughs) ate the butt plug. (laughs) No. Here's here's where I'm going to (laughs) put...
2: Guys, this is why I don't fuck around with butt stuff. Not this is why I don't do but, it. Not on, no. the, not on the second time. No. Not on the second time. This, well, this is like this is the first time
1: they've slept together. <gasps> butt stuff for me, it takes me yeah. a little bit to get. I love butt stuff. Oh, I'm, yeah. a f- I'm a huge fan. I'm here. But for it. you play with fire. And sometimes uh, you get burned. I don't know. Right? Oh no. Oh yeah. Oh, and you really want to light that fire on like the first time? How does that time. even
2: happen? How oh. does it? How does it? the logistics the, of that your,
1: your muscles yeah. contract yeah. and everything like yes. that and it just, yeah. just yeah.
2: like okay
1: so Joe oh. tried for a moment to retrieve it oh. but I quickly realized what had to be done
2: oh.
1: <laughs> sidebar at the time I was renting a little guest cottage it was a studio and might as well have had no bathroom door because it was just a thin piece of wood oh, that would be secured with some hook and eye type bullshit latch. Oh, so a guest no. could hear everything oh, that went on in that. Bathroom. I'm sorry, you got out, Joe. You need to wait outside.
0: <laughs> Joe, I'll see you.
1: I gave Joe one of my bright pink bath towels to cover up with and banished him to the porch. I had to shit out a butt plug. Oh, my God. Joe says, I felt terrible. We were having such a fun time, and oh, now I was God. worried for your safety. Oh. Never having lost a foreign object in someone's body before, the oh. only logical next step was to consult Google. Oh. After all, we couldn't be the only two people this has happened to, you right? You certainly are not. Definitely in not. In a panic, I typed in the search, lost butt plug in someone's <laughs> ass. Oh my. <laughs> Oh my God! His FBI agent is like shaking head. Like, I know. Oh no! I know. <laughs> sure enough, the internet didn't disappoint. Reddit was full of story after oh. story of the same thing happening to all sorts of overly playful couples. Oh. A wave of relief washed over me because it seemed you'd be okay. I opened the door to report the good news. I shouted, "Hey, this happens all the time to people. Worst case scenario, we can go to the ER together. No, I'll drive you. No." <laughs> Upon hearing this. You firmly commanded back to the porch. Yes. Resigned to my fate, an erection still prominently raging oh. behind a small pink hair towel. Oh, I went no. back to the porch just as your landlord oh, began no.
2: walking to the bungalow. So many About fifteen feet away, he looks up from his walk, oh, no. and we make. Why couldn't you put shorts on? <laughs> Why oh, no. we make
1: really awkward and uncomfortable eye contact? Oh no. The kind of eye contact two dudes have if one dude is just coming to collect rent and another (laughs) dude is inexplicably standing outside on the porch, obviously hiding a full erection behind a small poo towel.
2: Oh, my God. He didn't sign up for that. That landlord was like, I didn't sign up for this shit. He's like, I'll be back later. (laughs) (laughs) I'll
0: come back another day.
2: He looks me up and down in confusion and then... I politely
1: wave hello. He shakes his head in disgust and walks away. Ah!
2: <laughs> I love that imagery. He's just like, no, no, no. Sir. no. She
1: ends it with after much sweating, cursing and yoga poses I didn't know I was capable of. A safe extraction was accomplished. Oh, thank Jesus. And needless to say, that goddamn thing went right into the trash. Yep. Joe and I ended up dating for quite a while, and although our romantic relationship didn't pan out, we still remain friends to this day. That's
2: oh, a great Oh my God, I love it. And you know what? Everything <laughs> about that story. <laughs> Anthony's friends with a doctor. And I don't remember oh. what I don't remember what he does. But he was telling us he had like so really much stuff in. butts. He, he had really funny stories, and he was telling us about it. He's like, "There's this one time, <laughs> this like 14 year old girl came in, and she was like, s- like had all oh. this like sickness, and they're like, we couldn't figure out what it was. She had come back, and we took forever to try and figure it out. It's not funny." But it's kind of funny. I feel oh, no. like we need to cut this out for HIPAA she, reasons. <laughs> no, we don't know who she is. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not outing the doctor or anything. <laughs> but she had she had the top part of a lava lamp. <gasps> that little top part <gasps> in her ass. Like oh. <gasps> <my. laughs> it's like she sat on a lava lamp <laughs> and the top part came. <laughs> she's fine it's all fine <laughs> but I was just like <laughs> it makes me think about In like your mom's time. there you're 14 oh. your mom is there like you oh can't say God. like this is probably what happened.
0: I oh then ran God. away for life and oh never my saw God. my family again.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> I changed my name. I moved to another country. Yes. I
2: mean, we can't talk Ooh. shit because we had this oh. conversation we have about, you use about weird things.
1: Ha- hairbrushes. Oh, yeah. Like,
2: you're experimenting, you're young, you're not buying sex toys. Exactly. Oh, no. You're sitting
1: on lava lamps and <laughs> hairbrushes and all
0: kinds of stuff. And having sex with tampons and by accident. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh.
2: Oh, oh my that god. That's a great no. story. Thank you so much. Oh my God. Uh, we needed that. That was fantastic. Wow. That's a great way to end it. Uh, wow. Okay. Crazy oh. in Love Time. Yay! Um, in typical Keegan fashion, I was telling Cassie earlier on the way to brunch that I changed my mm. Crazy in Love this morning. Awesome. Again. I, I had done one last night and I was like, no, that other one I thought about doing is better. So I was like oh. trying to do my makeup like Writing notes at the same time. So th- this might be all over the place, but oh, I'm no. going to try okay. and, exactly. try and keep it together. Okay. Um, in 2012, Harold and Dr. Tony Henthorne were on a 12th anniversary trip. They were going to the Deer Mountain Trail. So he had made this surprise trip for their 12th anniversary. Mm-hmm. And they stayed at the Stanley Hotel, which is what they used as the model for the overlook for the shining. They stayed there. Where's this at? In in Colorado. In Colorado. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so then they wanted to hike in the Rocky Mountain National Park. Oh, cool. So they decided to do this hike and um, there are pictures of them on the trail. They got their camera back, like doing this whole hike. They're probably in their fifties or so, but Mm -hmm. an active couple and it starts to get dark And a frantic call comes in to the park rangers, and it's Harold, and he is saying that Tony has fallen from an overlook. Mm -hmm. So
1: she was- Why am I always suspicious of when it's like a hiking death or scuba Mm -hmm. death? I'm always like- No, you should be. I mean,
2: it's exactly why in that first story I told when he's like, let's go hiking. I'm like, you don't know a motherfucker like that. You Mm -hmm. don't need to go hiking. (laughs) No. No. You don't need to go hiking. We don't need- No. No. No scuba diving. No hiking. Yeah. So he says that she has fallen um, and she has fallen about 130 feet off of the edge of the mountain on a very dangerous Mm. kind of like precipice. He says he gathered their backpacks and he headed down to, to her. So he climbed on down to her. He starts texting her brother, who's a cardiologist, saying he calls him first and he's like frantic. He's like, check your phone. I can't talk to you on the phone right now. Which is kind of a weird thing. Yeah. It seems like you get information out quicker talking on the phone, right? Yeah. But instead, he had always like bragged about his first aid skills, and you know, her brother is a cardiologist, so he is texting vitals to to the brother and saying that um, her vitals are: she's got a pulse of sixty and a respiratory of five. And he, then he texts sometimes late, and and so the, at this point, the cardiologist brother is like, okay. I, I think that it'll be all right. I think she'll be okay with those vitals. I understand what's happening here. It sounds sure. like she probably hit her head um because her breathing was was kind of low. So he texts sometimes sometime later and says that he's starting CPR and the brother takes that as a bad sign. It seems like things right. have kind of turned for the worse. It's been a while now. They're at such a place, like where they're at is really difficult to get to. So it takes them 2 hours to get to them. Um to mm. find them, to find mm. where they are. Mm. By the time they get there, she's gone. So mm. so yeah. So um
0: It sounds like somebody's writing their alibi.
2: Mm.
1: Like, oh, I'm doing CPR. Yeah. Texting. Meanwhile, they're playing like Candy
0: Crush. And texting so that it's on paper technically and not vocally saying it over the phone because mm. there's no record of that. Right, right. Yeah. 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 Yeah,
2: I look, I so did everything weird. that I could do. Look at. Mm-hmm. so How it, would it be easy? Like, how
1: could you text and do right, CPR exactly. at the yeah. same time? You and can't. You put, you call, you have the phone on speaker and yep. you
2: know what I mean? Like, yep. And he says so he did bizarre. CPR for some outrageous amount of time. Like the medical examiner is like, any normal, like fit person who does this regularly would have a difficult time doing CPR for longer than about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I feel so like he would have
1: evidence on that body because isn't yeah. CPR sometimes like break ribs, ribs and stuff all like that, that, shit. that? Yeah, well I mean
2: and at this point so here are her injuries so at this point I'm not sure if CPR really would have done much. She fell down 130 feet down the side of a mountain. (sighs) Oh, Jesus. So all of her extremities have injuries. Her neck is broken. Okay. Um, She has injuries to, they think that really what did it was the injuries to her neck. Her neck was broken. The injuries to her chest and the injuries to her lungs and uh, her head. That's one of my biggest fears, like falling like that, I think is the worst.
1: That makes me so... So uh, and she yeah. was
2: alive. She fell with all of those injuries, injuries to all of her extremities. There, there wasn't was a-, a part of her that wasn't injured. Ugh. And she was alive when she fell, but it took them 2 hours to get to her. So in some time in that period of time, she died from yeah. the injuries. Ugh. Um it took a full day where they were located just to give you guys kind of an idea like where they were located it took them a full day to get her out like by helicopter. Mm. To like air vac her out her body out. Shit. Yeah. So initially, the National Park Service was in charge of the investigation, but the FBI quickly took over, partially because they were like, this is kind of suspicious because his story kept changing. Like he said initially that she was standing on the edge trying to get pictures of this overlook, which mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, that seems weird to us. Tony was very, very cautious. Mm. It, She wouldn't stand there. That seems really right. strange. And then he started saying different things to different people. Mm. Like He was like, no, I didn't see what happened. I was looking at something on my phone. I didn't see her fall. I did see her fall. We were looking for... A private place to have romantic time. And then Mm -hmm. afterwards, she was trying to take a picture of me and she fell backwards. Like he kept saying different things. Yeah. And because this was on a national park, they could get the FBI involved because it's national property. Yeah. So they got the FBI involved. The medical examiner is immediately like, well, because his behavior was so suspicious his behavior was kind of weird and they said I was watching this documentary or this TV show which is awesome and you guys should watch it on Oxygen and it's called Accident Suicide or Homicide Ooh, mm. I've been watching another Oxygen show Murder for Hire Ooh, Murder for Hire is the shit oh, oh my god I we all, will talk because yes. Murder for Hire is, it, is the so good. Shit.
1: it's so good uh,
2: I almost did a Murder for Hire one yeah me too Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah Accident Suicide or Homicide and they're talking to the medical examiner and he was like his behavior was weird enough that like we know everyone grieves in different ways but someone involved in the investigation came up to me the medical examiner and was like how could you determine based on her injuries if she fell or was pushed because Hmm. his behavior was so uh, unusual right Right, right right so The family thought that his behavior was was weird, too. He seemed weirdly calm, and he kind of threw himself into completely planning her memorial service, Mm. including 48 hours after her death. Like, your wife has just died. Yeah. And 48 hours after her death, you already have her bulletin completed. Okay. You have all the music picked out, and she's going to be cremated. Of uh, course, okay. mm-hmm. yeah there you go and, okay. and the there family was like she's never said anything to us about her being cremated but we know that you're the husband so maybe maybe she said something to you at some point about being cremated um just let
1: you
0: know i do want to be cremated so yeah, okay, it yeah me
2: up, too it's not suspicious
1: if someone okay said, yeah. Yeah. good, uh, to, yeah. know? good yeah. to know good
2: to know um, if but, Chris says that it's not, yeah, I don't need sus- to side eye him super yeah. hard. Mm. Okay, good. I mean, unless
0: my death is suspicious, and then in I, which case, in which case, I want a full burial, open casket,
2: <laughs> <laughs> mm. you're, <laughs> like, you're
0: lowered into the ground. We're like, mm. Mm. if I if I drown in a scuba diving accident, <laughs> I want. If you die in a bathtub, can right. we be like, yep. mm. yeah? Sorry, <laughs> yeah. she actually specifically requested to not be. We have it recorded exactly. <laughs> exactly, I'd like to exhibit a yeah yeah we'll keep this for future use <laughs> <Episode> 45 <laughs> or whatever yeah, yeah go ahead
2: and dog ear that episode um but he also did things like she wanted to be cremated and the the mother was like okay and this mother like so tony is from mississippi and her family all are like southern and her mom is like the cutest little like oh, southern lady i love mom so cute and um she had picked out a dress for Tony to wear like, or a couple of dresses. She's like, I'd like for Tony to be cremated in one of these dresses. Aww. And Harold was like, no, <gasps> excuse me. What? Yeah. Why? I'm like, I'm sorry. Why does she he care? Lo- he's like, I picked a dress for her to Ugh. be cremated. To be in. cremated. Mm-hmm. Why does he care? I don't know. Cause he's a control freak. So, so Tony and Harold met. Tony had already been, um, divorced previously. She was a successful eye doctor Harold was a, a successful businessman mm-hmm. and he was a widower and she was a divorcee. Okay, he's divorcee. a widower? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so okay. uh, they met on Christian Mingle. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, they... Or, Did you I'm guys sorry, hear my eyes roll out loud? A Christian dating site, but we all know. Yeah. It's Christian Mingle. It's Christian Mingle. Yeah. So they met on, on Christian Mingle. Jesus Christ,
1: would you look at the time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and they developed a relationship very quickly. They were kind of getting, not you know, terribly up there in age, but they both really wanted children. And so she saw this as kind of like, this is her second opportunity after having been divorced. It apparently was a very difficult divorce on her Mm -hmm. and they wanted kids. So they got married and five years after they were married, they had their daughter Haley. So they had one daughter together. Now, Mm -hmm. a lot of people after Tony's death started calling in tips to the medical examiner, the FBI. And they were like, Look at Harold. Look at Harold. You need to be looking at Harold. Mm. And somebody called in a tip and was like, by the way, Harold's first wife died in a freak accident, too. Yeah. So you need to take a look at that suspect. So
1: I love being a nosy neighbor. I was just a nosy neighbor the other night. Uh I was out on my balcony because I heard drama. And so when I hear (gasps) drama, 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 yeah. I'm going to my ear to the wall. My ear
2: goes straight to the wall. Our neighbors sometimes have drama and I'm like, I want to know exactly what I want to know all of it. All all of
1: the tea. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So it was like right across the street, like diagonal from me. This guy was like screaming at another guy on his porch, like spinning on him, like all this fucking crazy shit. And then all of a sudden the guy from the street hopped the (gasps) the fucking little gate there and no, beating no. up the guy, and so I'm like standing there, and I just yell out, "Hey, hey! I'm gonna, I'm gonna call the cops!" And they both like stop and like look over at me, and then I realize I'm like, "Oh wait, what have I done? You're like, so brave!" I was just like, yeah. "I'd be scared of that." I mean, and the guy was like jump, so the guy like finally like went away, but I was like. Ooh
2: i like so much but i've crossed you have to do that behind your curtain so they can't see so like where'd that come from (laughs) i know (laughs) who (laughs) Who said that that?
1: yeah nosy neighbor is the the best
2: well yeah i mean and i can imagine like okay so let's let's get into his first wife because i could see how maybe you could be like all right seems weird but like once could happen but the second time you're like no i didn't say anything the first time i'm here to talk now right so um he married a woman named Lynn in September of 1982. Mm-hmm. And by all accounts, they seemed to really like each other. Mm-hmm. Again, they both really wanted to start a family. That was something they really, really wanted. But Lynn was having a really, really difficult time starting a family. She had arthritis even at like a really young age. Oh. And it was it was causing her problems. And she was having ovarian cysts and just issues trying to get pregnant. So... She was scheduled to have a cyst removed. And at the time, I guess in like 1995, this was considered an experimental surgery. So your health insurance wouldn't cover it. And so they were going to have to pay out of pocket for it. And friends of theirs actually said that they had overheard Harold complaining that the money that they were having to spend on the surgery meant that he wouldn't be able to get a boat. Ugh. Oh, well, Ugh. I can
0: understand. I, I mean, mean,
2: sometimes you just got to sail. You got to <laughs> have Got to set those sails, you know? Ugh. So he, uh, regardless, the surgery moves forward for the end of May. Now, on May 5th, they are taking a drive together and he feels one of the tires getting low and it's nighttime and he's like, uh, he feels like one of wobble. their tires is low, like a wobble. Mm-hmm. So he pulls over to change the tire and he doesn't have the right jacks to do it. Oh, so he doesn't have the right jacks to change, change the tire and a lug nut fall or rolls underneath the car. Lynn goes to get it. The, the car falls off of the jacks and crushes her
0: story.
2: she gets taken Crazy. to the hospital. She ends up dying at the hospital and they're just like, okay, it was an accident. They ruled it an accident. Um, and everyone's just like, well, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So, but after, okay. after this happens with Tony, Tony's is so suspicious that the medical examiner did something unusual in that he said that homicide could not be ruled out. So they ruled the manner of death undetermined, but he went out of his way to actually type in the medical report, homicide cannot be ruled out in this case. He wanted to cover their bases and not just be an undetermined thing, but be like, there was somebody else there, homicide can't be ruled out as a possible. Yeah. Um, So
0: it's suspect. Yeah. mm -hmm.
2: So um, Lynn's case is reopened and. At this point, things are kind of like falling into place for the family. The family is like, yeah, there were red flags in their relationship. Like, for instance, after Tony and Harold got married, the day they got back from their honeymoon, Harold asked Tony to get a physical so that they could get life insurance. The Mm -hmm. day after they got back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. nobody cares that much about life insurance (laughs)
1: no (laughs) yeah it's weird unless you're
0: in the insurance industry literally (laughs) everybody forgets that they need it until it's like oh fuck you know what we should get some life insurance or some shit exactly yeah exactly or if your work
2: offers it like my work offered it so I was like
1: Um, nobody's that pressed about it though
2: no it's weird if your husband is that weird about it especially you don't have kids yet yeah and that's a strange thing it is weird
1: it's gonna be like a million dollars you're like
2: yeah Yeah. oh
1: An <laughs> accidental death is high.
2: You're like one like, million reasons for you to murder me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, in their relationship, he quickly became like really controlling. He took over their finances completely. So she's a very successful eye doctor, and he took over all of their accounts. Huh. So she didn't see the finances at any point.
1: And he spent
2: all the money. Well, yep. y- yeah. I mean, like they. They were constantly she, like she was like, I know I make good money as a physician, but like I I look at our statements sometimes and I'm like, I, I don't understand why we don't have any money or he looks. She looks at like how much is there. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, I don't understand. It's balance. not adding up. Yeah. yeah. Based on what I'm bringing in. Yeah. And it's it's weird, but she never pressed him on it. And the the mother, it was kind of sad because the mother was like, he treated her like especially later on started treating her kind of badly in that he would talk down to her in public and things like that. And in front of the, like that. the nope. children or the, tr- the child and all of that. And like that. it was very obvious that he was very controlling. Mm-mm. And the mother was just like, her first divorce kind of broke her. And she never wanted to go through, she had said she didn't want to go through the loneliness of an, a divorce again. So she would rather just be the dutiful wife and deal with mm. like being in a bad marriage than like going through another divorce. So that's I why can, she didn't leave.
1: I can get it, man.
2: Yeah. It's, it's difficult. It's
1: difficult to explain to people because it's just, it's different than a breakup for a number of reasons. And it's really difficult to explain why it's different, why it just sucks. But yeah, no, I Well, I and get this it. was a
2: woman who she's Southern, She is Christian, like very Christian, Southern woman. She went into her first marriage. It was for life. It was for life. And then it fell apart and it broke her, you know. And so she was just like, I'll just deal with this situation. Yeah. But so a year before the accident in uh, the park, there was another accident Tony and Harold had just had a fight at their vacation cabin. They had had a fight about her becoming a partner at her medical practice. And he did not want her to become a partner because it was more expensive or something like that. It costs money. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It was like a money thing. He was Mm -hmm. upset that she was going to be spending money to become a She had to be like maybe invest
0: in the Maybe in, in the practice, yeah.
2: And so she, like you can see their cabin and there's like stairs that go. In the side door, and then, like down, and they keep wood below the stairs, kind of yeah, and so she was down there like gathering something, and he asked her to get something for him, and so she went to get it, and a like two by four fell okay from from where he was, and it hit her in the back of the head. And the only reason it didn't do more damage is because at the last minute she had like swerved. And so she still had to be hospitalized for her injuries, but she wasn't like she, it it wasn't worse. It could have been a lot worse. And her mom said like, I don't think that was an accident. Like told her, like, I don't think that was an accident. I think he did that on purpose. So on the day that Tony's, that Tony died, Harold had four policies in place with a payment of $4 million. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. He also had other insurances in place that would have upped that to almost $5 million. See, Tony had no clue.
0: Accidental death. Yeah.
2: Tony (laughs) had no idea because she didn't look at at the finances. Wow. Um, Harold at the time of Lynn's death had collected about $650,000. From Lynn's death. He's like,
0: well, mm-hmm. I can get
2: way more out of yeah, this he's one. Like, yeah, like, I know what I'm doing now. Um, he wow. also, they, were, they talked to, after Lynn's death, he stayed in contact with her family. And he had stayed in contact with um, Lynn's sister-in-law and was very active in their lives with her and her children. She said that her children looked at him as an uncle still and all of that stuff. And whenever she got divorced from Lynn's brother... He kind of stepped in to like really help them and she was struggling financially and he said, why don't, you know what, here, I know that, Tony and I know that you guys are struggling. Why don't I help you out? I will help you put together a life insurance policy for you so that if anything happens to you, your girls are taken care of. Mm -hmm. It was during the investigation that she discovered that he took out those life insurance policies with him as the beneficiary on those policies. Oh, no. What? So this is where you're going to get excited, Christina. So they were always short on money. And he was supposed to be this super successful businessman. He Mm -hmm. had checks made. (laughs) He had cards made. They thought that he made tons of money. When they looked at the Social Security statements during the investigation, he had not worked Since 1992. Oh, wow. He had not worked since 1992. So they were like, where is he going? Because he would go away like for weekend trips, (gasps) like business trips and things like that. And they were like, where is he going? Scandalous. So they like uh, tracked his movements and they were like, "Okay, he goes to this same coffee shop or like diner, cafe, like every week wow (laughs) so they went and they they knew it was him they recognized him because no uh, none of the servers wanted to wait on him because he was so rude (gasps) so they recognized him and that he would go there instead of working when he was supposed to be at work or on a business trip and then he would go to their cabin to stay the night before going back home
0: Wow. He wasn't
2: working at all. And that's why he wanted to control of the finances so that she w- couldn't see that. That yeah, wow. he's not yeah that he wasn't bringing in any, in any money. money.
1: Wow. Jesus. He
2: also, they discovered, had gone nine times. He had made the trip to Estes Park to the Rocky Mountain Trail nine times to and from. And they could determine that because he's a smart guy. He turned his phone off uh-huh. so mm-hmm. that it wouldn't get, um, it wouldn't ping. But they could track when he turned it back on and it was always around either going to or coming back from. Uh And that happened nine times. And they actually found a map in his car that mapped their trip out and had a little X at the point where Tony fell. Interessante. What What an idiot. I know, what a fucking idiot. Like, if you burn that map, what are you doing? You're there. You don't need it anymore. fucking
1: amateur hour here. Right.
2: but they said that one of the things that was most chilling is that during one of his trips to and from is when he turned his phone back on he made a call to her medical practice and told them our 12 year anniversary is coming up don't tell tony it's going to be a surprise but i want you to know like clear her schedule for this day um because i'm going to take her out on an anniversary trip and she doesn't know yet and it's going to mm-hmm. be really romantic mm-hmm. so this motherfucker like planned her death and then called Like in the same. Wow. Yeah. Yikes. So they think that because because then it's like, okay, well, what what was the catalyst for him to have killed Tony? She had been convinced by her family to open her own private bank account that had just her name on it, that she would just put her own money into. So she had just opened that bank account like not long before. Mm -hmm. And they think that that was the catalyst for him not having control of that money and having such a big life insurance policy on her that he could... And he got away with it one time. So he was just like, I can probably get away with it again. Yeah. So at this point, they arrest him in November of 2014. So it's about two years after Tony's death. They arrest him. They um, arrest him on first-degree murder, and he pleads not guilty. He was—I loved this fun fact because she was just pleased as punch. He was arrested on Tony's parents' wedding anniversary. Like Aww. her parents are old, and they were like, "It was the best anniversary gift oh. we ever had. <laughs> So three years after Tony's death, Harold goes on trial. The judge does allow them to introduce the evidence of Lynn's death as well as the accident with the log. Oh, wow. um, Which, you know, they could very well be like, you know, we don't don't have to introduce that. Yeah, right. The trial lasted two weeks, and the jury went out on a Friday, so they deliberated over the weekend and the family was like it was the longest weekend in, of, of our course. lives. Mm-hmm. but then they returned with a guilty verdict on that Monday. uh Harold was eligible for the death penalty, but Tony's family took it off the table. oh really they were like they took it off the table and just said, "We don't want to take away Haley's other parent mm-hmm. they said like he. She's already lost her mother. We don't want her to lose her father, but we want him to be in jail for the rest of his life. Yeah. So, he,
1: what a tough decision.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be hard, but these they seem yeah. like good good people. Yeah. A month after his conviction, the cause of death in Lynn's case was changed from accident to undetermined. So he has thus far not been charged with anything in Lynn's case.
0: But it's on the table.
2: But it is on the table for if they were to get the right amount of evidence. Oh, because I forgot to say they went and tried to recreate this when they reopened Lynn's case. They went to where he said it happened. They tried to recreate it the same way that he said it happened. They They kept moving the lug nut further underneath the car to try and see like Mm -hmm. if they could shake it off of the jack. The only way that they could do it was to literally go in front of the car and push it off of the jacks. Kick it off. Yeah. Is the only way that they were able to do it. Mm -hmm. So there's almost no possible way that this could have happened as an accident. The way that he says it did. Right. Right. Um, That's the part the, I remember
0: about this story is that part where she dies underneath the car with the jack. Uh, I remember that part. I
2: remembered the mm, the cliff chills. part. I remember yeah, that. Great, right. and that, yeah. Because everyone being like he says she fell, fell, yeah, and he actually pushed her. But the thing that stands out to me about this story is it it, it chills me how cold this man must be because the way you are killing these women is tremendously painful yeah like you push someone off of a cliff she broke her neck and a bunch of wow. her bones and oh, was chalice. in yeah. incredible pain yeah. and you sat there texting while she died doing nothing except doing yeah. nothing and same thing with lynn she was crushed underneath a car yep these and aren't like
0: quick painless. No, deaths. no no no
2: but you know you saw it as a way that you wouldn't get caught the so your means yeah. Wow, yeah. A so
1: psychopath.
2: Horrifying. Yeah. Uh, the daughter now lives with Tony's brother, uh, and apparently she's doing really well. Aww. So that's good. But
1: yeah.
0: But what a difficult way to. What a difficult thing. I mean, oof,
1: your dad killed your mom. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what's it so even, fucked up about that murder for hire mm. show oh, yeah. on Oxygen. It's like. No. How many like husbands or wives, wives are like out there, literally, and they have kids, like all that kind of thing, and are trying to mm-hmm. like find somebody to kill there? I'm like, and oftentimes, geez, like, wow. I know divorce For- is a, divorce, a pain, yeah. but
2: <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes they are divorced. One I saw, they were already divorced, but mm-hmm. she just hated him so much that That's, she was like, Oh my
1: god, was that no. the crazy Cynthia one? wait was that her name with the woman with the, the hair. hair
2: yes you We're guys are both about it hair yeah she yeah. had a weird bowl cut and then a, a weird it there was, was a lot happening unfortunate
1: it was like oh i can't wait to watch it lord fontalroy yes. haircut. Oh, it was God. so weird Honey. i was like what is going on with this woman
2: one. i almost did that one <laughs> I because i was like that one is bananas <laughs> oh i'm gonna watch it yeah I'm gonna watch it. it's
1: such a good show it's okay. so compelling because you're watching video footage of someone literally trying to hire a hitman. That's crazy. Right,
2: so this show is like... That's like like the
1: one that I did, the story that I did where the woman and they had the video
0: evidence of her like talking about it. Yeah. Oh, you're going to love this show because this show is like... I don't love it. It's
2: it's produced by... (laughs) To clarify. (laughs) ...by Dick Wolf. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So first of all... You know And then secondly... All, they're not only murder for hire stories they're all murder for hire stories where there's interaction with a undercover agent I love that so yes, there's always there's tons of video and audio wait because because like, the
0: act- then it never gets followed through with
2: no it never because does that's,
0: oh that's good because that I, makes me actually love it. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're
2: all trying to.
1: They're but they don't trying do it. to. Oh but yeah, yeah, no, but yeah.
2: No one actually yeah. dies because they're like so.
1: idiots, and they're like this one that I watched I have yesterday. <laughs> she was like, $85. she like approached her a car salesman. Wait, what? Like, and what I an think, idiot! I think it was. I think it was a racist kind of thing because the <gasps> car salesman was like Latino, Ooh. and so like she was like used to go in and and get her car worked on. Uh And so she's like, oh, you said you would help me with my ex-husband. And this guy is just like the sweetest guy. He's like, I didn't know you meant like that. But he's like, I couldn't in good conscience. Hell no. if, if I say no then she'll ask someone else so he yeah. pretended to go along with it he's like oh yeah yeah I can get you somebody and then that's it's like that's what makes beep, these boop, stories boop, boop, so boop, boop, boop. great cops
2: yeah because yeah, you have like average people having oh. to basically be undercover cops oh. yeah and like you're hearing them like act and that it's, show it's great. is life yeah. It's oh, great dude now. I can't I'm, wait I'm like popcorn I'm like but also, yeah. but also accident, suicide or homicide. Definitely. I wanted. know. I want to check. I want to <laughs> yeah. check
1: that out now, too. That story was bananas. Yeah. How do
2: you prove? Yeah. Because accidents
1: do yeah. happen. They do
2: happen. But, but they don't usually happen when you're twice. And
1: not when you're skiing. Not when have mean,
2: four policies out for millions of dollars. Well, <laughs> And, you know, it was interesting because like the detective on the case, even with everything they had gathered. Um, he said that my, he's like my boss came up to me the day of the trial and was like, "It's a coin flip still, mm. even though they had gav- gathered evidence that he had made that trip nine times. Wow! And there was a map with an X where she fell and all oh, this Jesus. stuff.
1: It's so but like they, circumstantial. it's circumstantial. circumstantial. You could be like, oh well,
2: I put that X there because I thought it would be a nice place to like." Look over the park. You know, you could picture, say. Mm-hmm. And
0: I wanted to stop there because I wanted to do a second proposal. Uh, anything. You can I'm, I'm also just amazed
2: by people who, like, you can see there are pictures of them at the Stanley together as a couple. There are pictures of her, you know, she's smiling on this hike. She's, she doesn't know, like, she's like, oh, no. however many hours away from dying. Oh. And it's just so crazy to me that someone could be that cold. You're, you're at, you're at the hotel with your wife on your 12th anniversary smiling in a picture with her when you know that you're going to kill her the next day. Isn't that the most insane thing?
1: Oh, that's so horrible. horrible. That's so scary.
2: And you don't know like when you meet some like that is what's scary about Crazy in Love is like you don't know necessarily when you meet somebody that they're of course, you know, that they're this type of person right she had no reason to know like to think that yeah
0: watch out for them red flags kids
1: yeah (sighs) pay attention to your gut your gut is trying to tell you something every time yep well, if you've got crazy in love suggestions or fuck, Mary kill suggestions or just want to reach out, go to MyWorstDatePodcast.com. It's kind of a one-stop shop where you can join our Patreon. It's got links to our social media feed and ways that you can listen to us and talk to us and it's just everything that you need. So go and check it out. Um, also, do we have anything else coming up? Nothing. I think uh, so. Coming up. Um, my band has a show at the Five Star Bar on May third. If you're in downtown LA, yeah, um, so that's kind of fun. We should we should put one of your songs at the end of one of our shows. Ah, uh, yeah, seriously, oh, we can because I have a... <laughs> oh yeah, that would be fun.
0: Um, putting in a hard request for Broken.
2: I know. So I love my
0: yeah. It's my favorite. yeah, do it. I
2: think. Yeah, <laughs> be cool. Put it, put it in at the end.
1: Okay, maybe.
0: Yeah. We like, a I'll special it, special <laughs> treat, you guys and can we got hear some it. new Patreon com, uh, content coming up for you too. Yes. So um, look for that. And uh, otherwise, I think that's it.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. a wrap. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next time. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media podcast.